Hello and welcome back to the TTOT, Tatani Talks Occupational Therapy, primarily as my mainstay of my profession is being an occupational therapist, but OT also standing for overtime, doing this aside from the day job working for the city. Also, hopefully standing for On Target, talking different topics, different ideas, different suggestions, or different topics that hopefully help you or someone you know, especially children or people in your life or the lives of those around you. So during the pandemic, which is still going on despite what many, many, many people say, during the pandemic, these past few years, a lot of us, many people had to be shuttered at home, had to be sheltered at home, and the world as we know it stopped. And on a micro, micro level, on a microcaustic level, what changed in your own house? What changed in your own life that you had to do yourself because you couldn't leave your house? So on many different levels, obviously, school was shut down for a while. Everyone went remote. You know, stores you can't go into, you couldn't leave your house. Some countries, you literally couldn't leave your house, couldn't go anywhere. They had agents on the case. But on some microcaustic level, a lot of us had to pick up the mantle and do things ourselves. And if you know me, I've talked about this many times. I personally am the least handy person on earth, probably. When it comes to the house, when it comes to projects around the house, I try to find the most easy way to fix the problem, to solve the problem. If I can't get, if I don't want to borrow a handyman or pay a handyman or figure out what's going wrong. So we've talked about how we put up pictures in our house. I found these stick-on nails that have the built-in nails. I actually found these stick-on hooks, which have a hook built in. Also fantastic. And you got to get the ones that allow you to put 5 pounds or 15 pounds or 10 pounds or 20 pounds, whatever. Those are fantastic. That's my solution for do-it-yourself. But also, within those two years, I had to figure out what to do. The kid's hair was growing, 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 and I wasn't going to bring him out to these places, especially when everything was shut down. So what to do, what to do, what to do. In general, there are three things that I do for the kids that they hate, they absolutely hate. I don't know if you agree with this. If you're a parent or you deal with kids or you're involved with kids, you might relate to this. This might be something you can understand, but there are three things my kids hate, hate the six, four, and two-year-old, and that's what I call the nails, the snip-snip, and the buzz-buzz. Nails, obviously, being cutting their nails. I try my hardest, my hardest to make it enjoyable for them, fun for them, not to do it every five seconds. I know some parents do it every week or every two weeks. I try to push it off a little more. Some parents will do it every month or two. Some people have their own ways every three weeks. But I try to put on something for them to watch. I get those first aid um, American Red Cross ones that are meant for tiny kids that are the least painful. And I try and I try to focus on just the fingernails, which grow faster than the toenails. But in general, they hate it. I usually let them get a present afterwards for doing a quote-unquote good job. But that's one of the three things they hate. I myself have to do it, obviously. It's too it's too much for my wife to do it. It's In general, there's a lot, a lot of screaming that goes on. So oftentimes I'll do it if she's not home or if the kids are home with me or early in the morning when not everyone is up yet. But we'll try to do it. We just did it the other day, the other week. So hopefully I'm off the hook for a little bit. Hook being a pun intended. But the second thing that the kids hate to do, which is a do-it-yourself thing for me in terms of hygiene and grooming for the kids is the snip snip. The snip snip is what I call when we use the, the, the scissors, which I did the other day. That is when they don't need a full haircut, but they need a trim. So a trim is when the, the bangs in the front are a little long or on the side by the ears is a little long or the back is a little unruly. 
So I like to go about two to three months for the kids, their haircuts for the boys. I'm not touching the girl's hair yet. Are you crazy? No way. She's only two. Cannot touch her hair yet. But for the boys, I try to go the two to three month. It's usually around average when they need it. The snip snip is, is I find very difficult. For some reason, the scissors I got, Amazon, I tried one and the other. They were like top rated. They're supposed to be the right ones. They're not really cutting it. Pun intended. They're not really doing the good job that it's supposed to be for some reason. I don't know. But Snips, if they also hate, I put on music for that also. Or or we'll put on uh, the new one is Coco Melon. I don't know if you've heard that, of that show, which is now on Netflix from originally YouTube. Sometimes we'll watch Sesame Street. Sometimes Daniel Tiger. Sometimes, sometimes other things, but they hate that. And then the number one thing that the boys usually hate is what I call the buzz buzz. I got a professional, besides for the professional scissors and the American Cross um, nail clippers, I got professional grade hair buzzing equipment, whatever you call it, professional style during the pandemic because I wasn't taking them to the store and I took it upon myself to do the haircuts. I know there are some families where the parent always did it, the dad always did it, but here I started to do it myself and they have different sizes. So it goes up to a four, down to a one and even less for the beard. I myself use a three on myself, but for the boys, I like to use the size four. It happens to be it does a great job and uh, they hate it with a passion, but I use it, and, and uh, I did the oldest and then the middle one, and they were not happy doing it, but we did do it, thank God. We did it the other day at the uh, towards the end of last week. I think we did it already, and uh, if not the end, end. But um, that was a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> experience. And then after that, we went and we uh, walked across town, which we're going to talk about in another episode, what we did. That was Veterans Day, how we started Veterans Day. My wife had to go to work because she had professional development. She's a teacher for private school, a Jewish private school, in a few neighborhoods away. But my kids were home with me, so that was the first thing we did. That's how we started off the day wonderfully. And then we went on to do other fun things, which we'll talk about another time. But in general, think about it for yourself. Is there anything you could do that you could do it yourself to save a little bit of money, save a little bit of time? Again, I'm very big on what's most functional, what's the most occupational for the chat, for the family. So it is not always the most economic or financially responsible, but it is what I find is the best way to go about things. That's why I get the groceries delivered because it is not the most functional for us, for my three kids to be screaming with my wife. If I go out to the store, I don't even want to go to the store these days. That's not the most functional for us. Most economic for us is to get the presents to come to us, to get the gifts to come to us, whether it's the nails or the snip or the buzz or whether it's something else or whether I need to get it for whatever reason. It's always the best for things to come to us. It's very difficult to get out. That includes going away for, for a day, going away for the weekend. It's very difficult to travel more than even a little bit. You know, these current day trips we're trying to take, we try to do it within a very small radius of how far it is away from the house. Especially if the kids need the bathroom or whatnot or we forget something, it's very difficult to get out and around anywhere. For anyone who has two or more kids, I'm sure you agree with that as well. But what can you think of in your life that you could do, you could do it yourself, that's a little bit time-saving? I'm the least handy person on earth, but if we figured it away, we could use the Buzz Buzz machine. We could use these professional hair clippers, not hair, hair scissors, but hair clippers, I believe they call themselves like barber style. And we're able to get it down and, they, and it comes out really looking nice. And uh, a teacher even mentioned to one of the kids, Oh, you got a haircut. Nice job, buddy. And he said, Who gave it to you? My Abba. Hebrew for dad. My daddy did it. I don't like it, but he did it. You know? So what can we do to make things a little more functional? Make things a little more do-it-yourself? What can you do it yourself in, in terms of hygiene for the kids? Of course, I do the baths also. We do it a couple of times a week. 
some people, there's a big debate out there. Some people do it every day, which I think is overkill. Some people do it every other day. Some people do it three times a week. There are people, I won't say it who, but there are people that do two times a week. That's a little crazy. But there are some people who do three or four times a week, which is, you know, I, I ran it by the pediatricians over the years. But in terms of different things, we want it to be that they don't hate it. They don't like bath always, sometimes either. So why am I going to do it if it's overkill every day anyway if it's going to bother them or hurt them or annoy them let's do it when they're excited to do it, when they want to do it and especially obviously if there's a major accident or school or whatever we're going to do it but you know pediatricians say and you run it by your own pediatrician you run it by your own you and your spouse figure out and decide when it's best for you but these hygiene things are very difficult sometimes and you know they wouldn't even sit so nice in the barbershop anyway so when we bring the barber in the house which is me and when we do things in the house, how can we make things do it yourself? How can we make it more functional, more occupational, more independent? What can you do in your own house to make things a little more do it yourself that you're able to make sure that it is actually done by yourself? Join us next time as we talk the thought of the day from an OT to stay here in season five on the TTOT. And I'm your host, Tani.